0: Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that need your face Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge.
1: All right, welcome to the Homegrown Remix. My name is Leanne Swyhart, and I'm filling in for Doug Rutledge this week. I am so excited about our topic this week. This week we talked about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Um, I thought it was really, really great. So I'm just gonna, I'm sitting here with four students here and I'm gonna have them introduce themselves. Go ahead.
2: Hi, my name is Macy Savacha and I am a senior at Will Carleton Academy. Hi, my name is Kara and i'm a senior at pittsford
3: high school hi i'm zach um i'm a freshman at reading high school
0: my (laughs) name is brother and i'm a junior at Reading high school
3: awesome so what was something you know talking
1: about the subject of sex drugs and rock and roll what did you guys think about coming in this week on that
3: i was excited to hear about it
2: yeah yeah
3: Yeah, i was wondering what it was going to be like because i mean you always hear those sermons about like don't do don't have sex don't do drugs and i was just wondering how it was going to be different, mm-hmm. and we
0: did a really good job, I think, this week. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. I was kind of excited for it just because I thought that it's like a big topic, like issues, mm-hmm. like you go to school and you hear about all these stuff. I don't know, I thought it was really good.
4: Yeah. I thought it was a good message because, kind of like what Brogan said, you hear about it all the time at school, so it's like, you're almost like the weird one if you, like, don't party or do those things.
1: Right, yeah. So it's like a hot topic for you guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. would say, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, what was something that really stuck out um, to you in the message tonight?
4: For me, um, it was when Luke was talking about in Ecclesiastics 2.11, where, like, at the end, when King Solomon was, like, looking back on his life, he was saying how he felt like all the things that he had done, that they really didn't mean anything to him.
1: Yeah. Do you ever, do you guys ever, just going along with that, do you kind of roll your eyes when you hear that a lot? Like, you'll hear your parents say it, or you hear teachers or coaches or yeah. adults. You know, you kind of go through, and you're like, okay, here it comes again. Do you guys ever go do that?
2: Yeah. Only certain bad. people. Like, there's some people who be like, or my mom. they are like, don't do that. I'm like, okay, mom, I won't. Because like, she turned out good. Then there will be like, people who are like, I did that when I was younger. Don't do that. But they still do it now. I'm like, yeah, it's like, no, no, no. That's Yeah, yeah. I kind of rubbed my eyes then.
3: <laughs> sure. um, I liked just right at the beginning. He gave this like little quote. He said, "Do as I say, not as I do." And mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool because a lot of times it's just do as I say because sometimes people that have those experiences have a good idea of like what not to do. They just build bad habits early and so they still do them but they're like don't do this this is not good right so i thought that was pretty cool um
1: so let's go through some of these discussion questions that we have like why can't i live my life the way i want to
2: um i think the last verse that was shared um ecclesiastes 12 14 for god will bring every act of judgment including every hidden thing whether good or evil basically kind of answers that like because you are going to be judged at the end of your life and I don't want to get to a point where I did what I wanted and then I don't end up where I want to be. Mm. I don't want
3: that. That's really good. Um, I also liked, uh, kind of going off of what he said, like how, like at the end of your life, you're not going to be, I mean, you are going to be judged, but um, at the end, he was t- Luke was talking about how he said, like, you have to choose what you're going to do now because you're not promised a tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, literally this could be your last day. And if, like, it doesn't weigh out right, it, could end up being really bad so like what you do now does matter in like the long haul yeah
1: mm-hmm. that's powerful isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. i think this question kind of went along with like what i got out of the sermon was when luke said he's he says when you live your life like to if you want to live i can't think of the way to word it he was talking about when like to you want to like serve use your life to serve god you start mm-hmm. off young
3: yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. now is the perfect time to yeah serve.
0: so like right yeah. now is like the perfect time to like dedicate your life to serving god
1: yeah mm-hmm. It's almost like if you think about that, going along with what you said, that was actually really um, good, Brogan. If you if you think about... Um, you guys are all in athletics here at <laughs> this table. It just kind of worked yeah. out that way this week. <laughs> but if you think about that, like when you're looking back, for instance, on your senior year, Brogan, you're in your senior year. You're in your junior year. You're in your senior year. And, Zach, you are a freshman, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about that. Um, those times when you're a freshman, if you look back on... Hey, I was a freshman, and man, if I would have put in more work as my freshman-sophomore year, where would I be Mm -hmm. now? As you look at your senior year, do you not feel that way sometimes? Yeah, like like you too, Mace.
2: Like, yeah, like, and and it's kind of like that, right? Think about that, like in academics and like Mm -hmm. in athletics. Like, if I had done this, like this, like your GPA, for example, that's like mainly made up freshman-sophomore year. And I think Uh about if I had pushed a little bit harder in biology, I would have this, not this, stuff like that. Yeah about that a lot yeah,
1: yeah it is it's that uh, that's really powerful Kara what's our next question
2: does
3: anything I do actually matter I think that this ans- this answer to this question is very similar to the first one mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like um like what you do now does affect like what you're future. gonna do in your future life what's gonna happen after you die before you die and I think that they're very similar questions with very similar answers
0: yeah, I think that everything you do now it does matter, like potentially, like with what could happen in your life. Like everything you do is going to affect your relationship with your, like, future spouse, like your future kids that you're probably going to have, and, like, everything that goes on with your life depends on desi- the right or wrong decisions you make right now. And obviously, like, for God. That's powerful.
4: Yeah.
1: That's really powerful. Yeah.
4: It could totally change your aspect on your life if you're hanging out with the wrong people and, like, you do all the partying and everything then you may not, like, ever come to God. Mm. -hmm. Or it could be the total opposite, though. Like, if you surround yourself with the right people, then you could grow your relationship with God. And, like, I'm not saying that you
2: can't change it in the future, obviously, but, like, just thinking about that, like, that could happen. Mm -hmm. Like, what you do now really does matter because while it can affect my life in the future, it also could affect other people, for example. Mm -hmm. if I call myself a Christian. I say yes, I go to Crossroads. Yes, I go to church. I love the Lord so much. I read my Bible like 24/7. But then I'm swearing up and down, and I'm partying, mm-hmm. and I'm posting like on my Snapchat of like parties and people doing things they shouldn't be doing. How does that affect other people who aren't Christians? And they think, well, if Macy can do this, if this person can do this, then, then why it's can't okay. I? And then it gives people a skewed version of your faith and their own faith. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that um, goes along with our, the last question. I'm I'm splitting up these questions in different order, but um, why don't I just party now and ask for forgiveness later? And I think you hit the nail on that head right there of yeah. that's yeah. why. Yeah. What the effects can be okay. later on in life and those around you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very, very powerful. So, Brogan, what is, I
3: have number four there next to that. Number so. four is, yeah. will God
0: really forgive me if I mess up again? I think,
3: I don't want to say like those simple bible school answers but like it's very true like he <laughs> yeah. will always forgive you no yeah, matter how many times you mess up and
0: no matter um, what you do yeah it's yeah. like
3: any sin is equal in his eyes they're both they're all awful right. but yeah. because of what jesus did on the cross it's he
2: forgave all of our sin
3: yeah it's all been wiped away yeah
2: i mean we're always forgiven there will never be a time where god doesn't forgive us but yeah. what we do now like if i do what I want to ask for forgiveness again like it will affect the course of my life if mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do this so many times like God will forgive me always but I could have missed out on an opportunity mm-hmm. last mm-hmm.
1: week that's really good it's really good man you guys are just <laughs> rocking this out I'm so proud of you so I guess our our last question there what Zach what is that
3: what is my purpose in life it's deep. Lou <laughs> <laughs> gave
1: us some so deep questions
4: things. on yeah. this week. Yeah. Our purpose as Christians
3: is to bring others through Christ. And like going back to the great commission that Jesus gave his disciples, um, he said like, go therefore and make disciples to all mm-hmm. the ends of the earth yeah. from Samaria to Judea and um it's like it's the same it's the same calling for us as well because we are also disciples and christians is translated into the little christ mm-hmm. and so like our goal in life is to try and become like christ and mm-hmm. um that's kind of like our purpose as christians is to just pursue that lifestyle of christ that he had when he was on earth as a human
1: and yep. uh, you know i thought of a question while you guys were just talking what do you think is the most difficult obstacle when you're faced to the party scene of your friends and the the now, like, I want to be mm-hmm. satisfied now kind of aspect, mm-hmm. what do you think is being strong in your faith and or trying to walk it out? Because it's always a struggle, right? Yeah, of for that sure. fitting yeah. it's in. never
0: an easy decision. It's yeah, right. yeah, mm-hmm. that
1: fitting in. Like, what is the one kind of struggle that you feel when you're up against that? And how do you com- how do you combat that?
0: I think oh. the... No,
3: go ahead. <laughs> um, I just say like one of the big fears I have like with peer pressure is just like that idea of like rejection because um, like you think that these people are like your friends because you hang out with them all the time and you try to fit in with them and they're the popular kids when they're trying to push you into something you don't want to do you have that idea of if I don't do this then. What is everyone gonna say about me? What are they gonna say behind my back that I can't hear? But I know that they're talking about me. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just gotta be that idea of you have to um, plant yourself firm in mm-hmm. a youth group like Crossroads. You have to surround yourself with good friends. And um, like if you don't have a really good parental role model, you have to find someone and seek them out. And so then when people are rejecting you in your social life at school and. Um, in a- athletics, um, you can just be firm in what you believe in who you're surrounding yourself with.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest obstacle in like a situation like, at, like a party or something is pure pressure and like all your friends that you hang out with and like have grown up with a school, I'll watch R Tony, hey do this, it's gonna be alright. Like there's gonna be no like consequences or anything that happens after this. is just like a one time mm-hmm. kind of like in the moment thing but I think the best way to overcome that is just know that God has a had a God has a better plan for you mm. later in life than yeah. right now. You just gotta look at the bigger picture. I think. Yeah, that's good.
2: Um, to piggyback off of what Zach said, I think one of the best things you can do is have like a mentor. Like if you don't have that parental figure, or if you do, along with mentor, like my mentor Jody has always encouraged me. Like don't like and that has never been don't do this, don't do that. It's always. Is this how, is this what you want to explain to people in the future? Is yeah. this what you want God to see? Is this want? like, would you do this in front of your grandmother? <laughs> would you do that yeah. in front of your grandmother? If right. the answer is no, then don't do it at all. Like, stuff like that. Just, like, really pushing me to live higher and to not be tempted.
1: I love yeah, that I the grandmother is the step. <laughs>
2: like, that is the ultimate no. I always think that, like <laughs> if you want to do it in front of Jesus, definitely don't do it. But like yeah. if you really want to do it in front of your grandparents, really right. don't. <laughs> <it>. like, <laughs> like that's don't the do bar. It. <laughs> it's like we all fear our grandmother. <laughs> it is the bar,
4: Kara. <laughs> um, for me, it's surrounding myself with fellow believers, which can be really hard sometimes because, especially at a small school. There's very few of us, but also like bringing light to the non-believers, mm-hmm. that's huge. So
1: if you wanted to your send off, if there's something that you wanted to leave um, your friends with or you wanted to leave um, people listening to this podcast with, what is something that you would leave them with tonight off of the talk?
3: Um, I would just say that um, there hasn't been a week this year, and I don't think there will be a week this year, That doesn't have a good talk with a following good discussion, Um, but also that there's always there's always great worship and uh, the testimony this week was particularly good with Nick and um, it's just it's a new one every week and each one could be different for different people that come Mm -hmm. to Crossroads. So if you are worried that you don't want to be there, or you don't want to have fun, or you think you're not going to, um, there will be something at Crossroads every week that you might find to be worth it, Mm -hmm. to come each week.
2: Definitely.
3: I mean, I refused to come
2: for like six months, and now I've been gone for three years, so. Awesome. Kara, Brogan? I'll go. the last thing, like, I would like to leave off, like, anybody listening, first of all, read your Bible. Please come to Crossroads. Like, <laughs> I promise. It's so good. Um, and D- King Solomon was talking about the end of his life. Like, after his rock and roll days, like, he had nothing to gain. So... Like, if you're doing all of these things and you're gaining nothing, then there's, you literally have nothing to lose by at least trying Crossroads and mm-hmm. like, following mm-hmm. Jesus. Like, you have absolutely nothing definitely. to lose. Mm-hmm. Why not at least just try? <laughs> yeah, good.
0: I think I think you should definitely come to Crossroads. Like, especially, like, I'm a big fan of this year, like, the monster questions. Like, these are all big mm-hmm. questions that, like, you yourself don't just ask yourself, but, like, other people ask you yeah. one question in your faith and, like, why you believe in God, that's why this year, like every single week, is another monster question that are definitely like really good. Obviously, like tonight, top yeah. discussions for for groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And you you pick something out of it every week for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, I um I love this series. Mm-hmm. It's great because mm-hmm. it's those hot top, topic yeah. questions, it's, and it's only gonna get like yeah. deeper. Yeah, it's and great. It's, I'm really excited
2: about the questions. Yeah. yeah. Like I think the it's stuff like, that I wanna dig into. Yeah. yeah. This is like my favorite year.
4: <laughs> uh, I would agree. Yeah. Discussions because we said they're huge questions. Yeah. And we get answers to them. Yeah. So.
1: It's good. What would you like to leave off with, Kara?
4: Um, one thing from the talk was when Luke said, um, "Remember our Creator now, because mm. we're not promised tomorrow. Mm. So if we're not living, our, if we're not living our life." to Christ's expectations now then tomorrow. Tomorrow might be our last day. So thinking about that, it's so powerful to think about that.
1: Thank you, guys. You guys did amazing. I think I might want to, I, I might fight Doug for this every week. <laughs> this is so fun. Now I know why he likes <laughs> to do it. It's so fun. I love it. But thank you, guys.
0: Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.